At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Covering the live betting angles for every game. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's the beginning of a new era here at VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome inside the VSIN studios here at the Circle Resort in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside my man Wes Reynolds. Welcome in to the first ever edition of VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Wes and I will be on this maiden voyage here together and Mm -hmm. joining you guys for all sorts of live betting opportunities Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 Pacific time and 9 to midnight Eastern time. Um, Wes, first of all, your experience with live betting, and we'll get into everything that we got coming up later on the show as well, but we wanted to start off with some introductions here. Wes, you know it all. You've bet it all. And I'm excited to have you as a partner here as we go through these live markets. I like to think I know it all, but the (laughs) bottom line is, look, just like the audience, we learn something new every day. I mean, that's something I often say. It might sound cliche, but if you're not learning, you're not winning. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you constantly, it's a constant process and, you know, listen to people, but don't necessarily follow people. But, you know, keep an open mind, I think, in terms of approaching things in a different way with betting, especially like live betting, because... I think, you know, it's not a new concept, Femi, but it's a new concept, I think, for a lot of the audience, especially the audience around the country where sports betting is now getting legal in all the jurisdictions across the United States. So, you know, they're learning, I think, as they go, you know, a lot of the basics, what's the money line, what the side, the total and whatnot. And then, well, you know, once they kind of figure that out, then it's like, hey, you can bet during the games while the actual mm-hmm. outcomes are going on and the spreads and the totals and the money lines and everything's going to change based Based on, you know, what we have or the results of the game or what's in progress. So it's going to be a lot of fun, I think, for all of us. 
It's going to be a lot of fun indeed here. And I, I, it's funny enough that we're doing this show together because my first ever show here at VSIN was a little over a year ago officially, and it was with you doing the Green Zone way back when. So it's kind of funny how this has all kind of come full circle here. Mm-hmm. And I've learned a lot from Wes, and I hope you guys learn a lot from Wes and learn a lot from me over this journey here as we try to introduce you to some of these live markets, especially once we get football going, but baseball as well. We can take advantage of these markets. But, hey, it's going to be a fun show hanging out with you guys for the next three hours. Make sure to tweet at us at VEASAN Live on Twitter because we want to hear from you guys, especially any questions you have as it pertains to live betting because, like Wes said, we're all learning and growing together and hopefully winning together here on this show. You can find Wes at Wes Reynolds 1, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me, a trio of terrific guests joining us this evening. Sam Monson, lead NFL analyst over at Pro Football Focus, joins us 60 minutes from now. We'll ask Sam about the Eagles-Saints trade that saw Chauncey Gardner-Johnson go to Philly. Adam Wexler, host of Sports Talk 790 in Houston, checks in at 7.30, talking Astros ace Justin Verlander going to the 15-day IL, and Texans running back Damian Pierce emerging as an Offensive Rookie of the Year co-favorite in that market. Then Matt Humans, our buddy, VEASAN host and writer at 8 o'clock as we look ahead to week one of the college football season. But first, let's talk about some of these games that have gotten underway in Major League Baseball. We saw one wrap up just a short while ago in Cleveland as the Guardians defeated the Orioles 5-1. Cleveland minus 145, the favorite in that game. The total of eight, it goes under. But Cleveland, is uh, they have that stranglehold mm-hmm. in the AL Central right now here, it appears, as we enter the month of September. Yeah, another pretty solid outing for Cal Quantrill. I think has been pretty good since the All-Star break. Six innings, uh, only gives up one earn, one hit, three walks, four strikeouts, so he gets a decision. Uh, really one in the middle of the game for the uh in for the, uh, I almost said it, Guardians. I almost said it. I almost did it. <laughs> no yellow cards yeah. tonight. <laughs> Naylor with the two-run shot basically got him the lead, and then they added three more in the bottom of the fifth. So uh, now the Indians uh, with a game-and-a-half lead in the wild card, and the O's kind of trying to make up some ground here. They were two-and-a-half to start tonight. We're going to have to issue a yellow card because you accidentally said it there when you announced I did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> you did. But, hey, you of know what? Of course I did. <laughs> Let me good. just say it now. San Diego Chargers. Let me get them all wrong yeah, right you, out of the you gate. You want to say Oakland Raiders as well? Yes. Or? I don't want to do that. <laughs> but, hey, you know what? It, it happens, but we move on. Um, another interesting game, this one going on right now in progress over in Queens, the Los Angeles Dodgers taking on the New York Mets. And we are tied at three in the top of the sixth. Right now the Dodgers have two on. Mookie Betts is at the plate in that game, and the Dodgers, they went off as minus 140, the favorite, the total eight and a half, so we're kind of trending towards the over here, you see the live numbers, nine and a half is the current total, the Dodgers still the live in-game favorite here as Mookie Betts is at the plate, but a big series there in what could be a National League Championship Series preview. Yeah, absolutely, look, the Dodgers have uh, obviously the division wrapped up, it's not officially clinched mathematically, but it's over in the NL West, not necessarily over in the NL East though, because you look at the fact that Atlanta, they keep coming, but they can't Mm -hmm. just get over the hump. The Mets have had the lead pretty much the entire season. Atlanta only three games out, 79 and 50. Phillies 10 games out, obviously battling for the wild card. I think settling for that at this standpoint. But, you know, the Mets, uh, they haven't done what the Mets have a tendency to do in the past. They haven't, they've had that adversity, but they've dealt with it. Usually they get adversity kind of in the middle of the season. You know, they get a couple pitchers on the injured list and then it's, way downhill from there, but not necessarily so this time around. 
I want to get to a game that's an interleague play between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Miami Marlins, and we'll talk more about this when we talk AL Cy Young and Justin Verlander's injury because we saw the report out of Tampa Bay or the reporters out there this game being played in Miami that Shane McClanahan was dealing with some issues Mm -hmm. to his left arm in in the pregame warm-ups there. He was unable to pitch in tonight's game, but the Rays, though, they do lead this game 6-2 in the top of the eight. They went off as big favorites, minus 190, the total sitting at 6.5. We've already gone over that number here. But with McClanahan now out for who knows how long he's getting evaluated by the medical staff, mm-hmm. kind of a bittersweet night for the Rays if they end up pulling out this win. Yeah, no question about it. It was uh, Armstrong that went as a pitcher, by the way. Uh, I know this bears mentioning, if you list your pitchers, you know that's what I, I obviously yes. urge people to do and not necessarily have action. If you had action, then your Rays tickets are going to end up being a winner. But when in doubt, go ahead and list your pitchers. So if you did have McClanahan listed, that is not going to go, so you're, it's going to be a voided bet, which unfortunately looks like it'll be a loser. But when in doubt, that's going to save you down the line, I think, if you list your pitchers because that's what you're betting, essentially. You were betting the started pitchers. That's why they're listed on the board, listed on the sheets, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, uh, McClanahan, we know the before the All-Star break even, it was a career high in terms of innings usage and whatnot. So the Rays, nobody uses their bullpen or hardly you could count maybe one or two teams – that have a higher bullpen innings usage than the Tampa Bay Rays. And here you go, depending on how long McClanahan, if he is going to be out for any extended amount of time, they're going to have to rely on that bullpen even more. Yeah, and the Rays are in the thick of that wild card race there. The Seattle Mariners right on their heels. And right now the Seattle Mariners, they lead the Detroit Tigers over in Motown. 9 nothing in the top of the six. George Kirby got the start for the M's. They went off as minus 170 favorites, total 7.5. So the Mariners have gone over the total by themselves mm-hmm. as they continue to play well down the Yeah, stretch. and these are the games you've got to win. Right now, we just talked about Tampa Bay, 70-57. and 57, The M's a half a game back. Mm-hmm. For that first wild card spot, the last spot would go to the Blue Jays at 69-58, and 58, just one game back of the Rays. But these are the games that you need to win if you're the Mariners because one of the things we've seen with the Toronto Blue Jays over the course of the season – they can have the tendency to lose to some bad teams. Yeah. And, you know, losing the Royals at home, losing to the Angels at home. So you look at the M's, you got a Tiger team, 50 and 78. You got to take care of business in these games. You can't afford to lose so many of these. We've seen the Padres do that in the National League over the last couple of weeks. So M's rightfully uh, taking care of business. A strong outing so far for Kirby. He's only given up two hits and a walk through five innings. With what we have on the board right now with some of these games, and one that kind of intrigues me is in Atlanta with the Atlanta Braves trailing the Colorado Rockies in the fifth inning. Rockies lead at 3-2. to two. And Atlanta right now, you can get a minus 110 mm-hmm. in-game if you would like to get that. Right now, it is the top of the fifth, so uh, the Rockies have two on with two out. But is this a spot that maybe you would identify with the total sitting at 9.5 or maybe even Braves minus 110 since they're the short dog? You have to pay a little bit of juice right. on the dog, but they're a dog nonetheless. Right, uh, depending on if Freed can make it out of this inning. By the way, he's mm. at 89 pitches. So are it's they going to – Yeah, so you, that's a little bit of a concern. But this is one I'm going to take a pass on. I'm going to wait maybe for another inning. Mm-hmm. I want to see what the Rockies do to close out this top of the fifth. The Twins are hosting the Boston Red Sox in that AL Central that we mentioned there. Minnesota, a couple games back of Cleveland, but they are three games ahead of the Chicago White Sox, my team that I hitched my wagon to at the Mm -hmm. All-Star break, regrettably. But the Twins right now, they lead at 3-1, minus 255, minus 270 over at DraftKings. Red Sox plus 215, total at 9.5 as well here as we sit in the fifth. 
Yeah, Red Sox have just really been struggling. The offense has not gotten going. It's not getting going tonight. Only one on the board. And a big spot here for the Twins, obviously, because you want to make up, a you know, at least keep the distance with the Guardians who have got mm-hmm. the win tonight. But you mentioned the White Sox, by the way. They are down 3 nothing here mm-hmm. through three innings. Lucas Giolito and a lot of the market came in on the roll. So you kind of look at it. It's like, I know Lucas Giolito has been struggling, but he's laying $1.25 or so against the Kansas City Royals team that's 25 games uh, yeah. under 500. But rightfully so, you know, Lance Lynn has kind of gotten better. There were two pitchers that needed to get better when you looked at it midway through the season. It's like, okay, we got to see improvement out of Lance Lynn. We got to see improvement out of Lucas Giolito. I think we've seen it by and large out of Lance Lynn. We have not seen it under out of Lucas Giolito, just absolutely struggling. White Sox have lost four straight games. Meanwhile, Minnesota has won four straight. Wes, do you think that in hindsight is 2020, so it's easy to ask this question now, but do you think that they needed to make a change at manager around that June, July time? Yeah, yeah, I do. And by the way, Tony LaRusa not managing tonight. I was out for some sort of health issue, so I believe it was Miguel Castro, the bench coach, that took over. But it hasn't really mattered. But yeah, the White Sox, I think they needed to make a managerial yeah. change a couple months ago. But look, Jerry Reinsdorf's going to stick with him, I think, through the rest of the season on the south side. I would anticipate in the offseason, should the White Sox continue how they're playing, two games under 500 right now, you're going to see a change at Skipper there at Old Comiskey. Yeah, it's just a really disappointing season for a team that had a lot of high expectations entering the season. Some thought maybe a pennant run or a World Series run for this White Sox team with all the talent that they have on that roster just haven't hasn't been able to come to fruition here for them in this 2022 season. And none other than last week when they had the pop fly out right. and just – you know, right, cost them the game in Baltimore. Catch can't catch it against Baltimore. That being a part of that four-game losing streak here for Chicago. All right, we're just getting warmed up here on VSIN Live Bet tonight. On the other side, a new segment we call West Coast Winners. West has a play on a West Coast game. We'll discuss that next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. It's football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now's the time to become a VEASAN subscriber to get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early, and for a discount of $175, you'll receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has up to up your better game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options to become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. Also, VEASAN welcomes... News Radio 920 and 1047 WHJJ in Providence, Rhode Island, to our growing radio network, Providence. What's up? Listen every weeknight to VEASAN Live Bet tonight on Providence's home for news, traffic, and weather. And now WHJJ is your home for VEASAN, the sports betting network. Providence appropriately named the Renaissance City. We have two <laughs> Renaissance gentlemen here behind the desk for our debut show on Live Bet tonight, also known as the Divine City and the Creative Heck Capital. So, mm-hmm. Glad to have the uh, Providence uh, Friar fan base and Absolutely everybody in that it. city listening to us here on Visa. How about that season for them last year in college basketball? That was, Abs- a, that was a fun time for our folks out there. I know. Park. It's like we're just starting football, and now we're already looking ahead <laughs> to college basketball. You know, come November when we get football in full swing and all this basketball going on, the end of the World Series, that's the most overwhelming mm-hmm. time for a better, but it's a lot of fun. I was about to say it's the most fun time. The menu is stacked with football, college basketball, NBA and all, all sorts of action that we have in the betting window. But, Wes, Providence is welcoming. We're welcoming them into our betting network here. Mm-hmm. I'm a West Coast guy, so I like to have the West Coast bias, and we have West Coast winners <laughs> here on our show for this segment of news. Somebody's got to be biased winners. for the Somebody's West Coast, I guess. Somebody's got to. West Coast is the best coast as far as I'm concerned, and you have a West Coast play for us tonight between the New York Yankees and the Los Angeles Angels. Right now, the Yankees minus 170 on the money line, plus 145. You can get the Angels as the home dog. The total sits at nine, but Wes, you sneaky, sneaky dog. You got in on this one yeah, early, buddy. Yeah, get in uh, early sometimes. <laughs> These will move. Eight and a half minus twenty is where I'm at. We are now at nine, and basically the rationale on this play, and I know Jamison Tyone, he's actually been like Mr. Consistency for the Yankees this year. Mm-hmm. You look 389 ERA, 
best mark he has had since 2018 in his career. Uh, XFIP about 377, so the fielding independent pitching really about the same. They're, the Yankees are 18 and 7 with him on the bump, uh, but this is a guy, you know, there's nothing really special. He's just really consistent. He's not a guy that strikes out a lot of guys. He doesn't really walk a lot of guys either and doesn't have, you know, that out pitch. He just has a wide variety in terms of, uh, you know, getting ground balls and whatnot. So this was mainly a play against Mike Mayers, who has uh, been bouncing around MLB and AAA over the last several seasons. 20th appearance this season, but only his second start. So this is a guy that's always kind of an innings either out of the bullpen. So had good success in his first start last week, just two hits, no runs over five innings. But going against this lineup, I worry a little bit for for Mayors. And look, uh, the Yankees, they've been losing bad games too. Lost a couple yeah. to the A's over the weekend. So these are the ones you got to take care of because now I believe they're four games back at the Astros for the number one seed in the American League. So, you know, you want that home series in the stadium and not having to go down to Minute Maid Park. But the Yankees have just been struggling. Now Aaron Judge has not been struggling. Four home runs in his last seven games. So, you know, he has been getting going. Oswaldo Cabrera, who's one of their better ranked prospects, made his debut earlier this mm-hmm. month. Batting 400, uh, over a one in the OPS last week. So, one reason I also like the over here is because the Yankees had two of their better bullpen arms throw yesterday. So, you know, Tyone is going to have to go, I think, six or six-plus innings because that bullpen, which has been pretty shaky, you know, throughout the season. Yeah. And I know people, Yankee fans, have been like, well, our bullpen is terrible. And then we're all like, okay, you guys are 30 games over 500. Mm-hmm. You guys are fine. You don't have any issues. They were but, telling us something. <laughs> yeah, they were telling us, and we should have listened because yeah. they absolutely have bullpen issues. But I like the over in this one. I think the Yankees are going to touch up the bullpen guy pretty early. Would you play it at over 9 right now if you didn't have your over 8.5? And, and good job in getting that number there. I want to get that closing line value there. But sitting at 9, knowing that 9 is kind of a key number in baseball with yeah. these totals, would you still play it over at the current price? Yeah, and that's a good point you make because seven and nine specifically, the two odd numbers, a little bit of 11, mainly when it's at Coors Field or something like mm-hmm. that. But seven and nine are often the key total. So when you get like six and a half, eight and a half, you get it juiced the over. Then once it hits seven, once it hits nine, then it gets juiced to the under. And that's the same way with seven and a half and nine and a half as well. So it would be a much smaller lean for me, so I'm not necessarily recommending that you play the over nine. Well, let's take a look at some of these pitching props, and if we can't get in on over nine, perhaps there's some value here. You mentioned Mike Myers there, someone that you're trying to fade. His outs-recorded prop sitting at 14.5, strikeouts at 4.5. These are all courtesy of DraftKings. Hits allowed 5.5, walks allowed 1.5, then earned runs 3.5, and for him to record a win plus 380, but you don't believe that's what's going to take place here tonight. But maybe hits allowed at five and a half or walks allowed, any of those numbers jump out to you. Yeah, I would be leaning to the under on the strikeouts for Myers at, mm. at four and a half. Uh, also, uh, the hits allowed over five and a half. But it also depends on how long that Phil Nevin's going to leave him in the game. Is yeah. he going to say, okay, if this kid's getting in trouble and, you know, it's three nothing in the second inning, you got two runners on, do I go ahead and take him out and say, okay, the bullpen's going to have to eat some innings tonight? So there's always a little risk in terms of those props. But if you look, Mike Myers basically has two pitches. He has a fastball, which <laughs> has been very good, and he has a slider, which has been getting obliterated. So, you know, the Yankees can obviously hit both of those pitches. Uh, 
I know the concern might be on the over with the Angels lineup because if you look, this lineup outside of Trout and Otani, Trout, by the way, back, Otani and Taylor Ward, awful. Highest strikeout league or rate really in the entire league, but Tyone is not really a strikeout pitcher, but I would leave that prop alone. Well, how about in the game between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Arizona Diamondbacks? First pitch, 640 down in the desert there. Uh, Aaron Nola on the mound for the Phillies. His prop for outs recorded 19.5 strikeouts, 6.5, and and he has 5.5 for the hits allowed, 1.5 for walks allowed, 2.5 earned runs, and plus 105 to record a win. Or you have Gallon there at 17.5, 5.5 strikeouts, 5.5 hits allowed, 1.5 walks, 2.5 earned runs, plus 245 to record the win. Anything for you in those pitchers? You know, Aaron Nola has kind of been an unlucky pitcher this season when you look, and you see he's got a 9-10 and record, but he's only got an ERA barely over three, and his XFIP is actually better at 288. And when your XFIP's better than your ERA, that shows that you're pitching very well, but he just has not been getting a lot of support this year. He's really been bad luck schlep rock, I think, uh, <laughs> by and large, uh, for the, for this team. Uh, Zach Gallen, quality year for a team that has not had a lot of quality around it, that being the Diamondbacks, 9-2 and two in 24 starts so this year. So sneaky good pitching matchup here late night on the West Coast down in uh, – the big A. So both starting pitchers, I think, have really had elite stuff, but both have been a little bit unlucky this year. So you look, the Arizona lineup's a little bit more top-heavy. The Philly lineup, I think, is really stronger throughout. That said, Arizona, they don't strike out as much against right-handed pitching as they do left-handed pitching. So this maybe could eat into Nola's pitch count where maybe they can get out of, get him out of there before the sixth or sometime at the end of the fifth. So he's going to nibble against a team that does make a lot of contact. So mm-hmm. small lean to the Diamondbacks on the money line, but okay. no bet for me. Yeah, Diamondbacks on the money line. The consensus number is plus 110, but if you shop around, you can find some plus 115s out there as well. We always recommend shopping around, but over at DK, plus 110. The total sitting at 7.5. Pitching matchup is pretty solid, but you think it's maybe a little bit too low? Well, it's starting, it got bet at seven and a half. So now mm-hmm. we talk about key numbers on totals. Now you're seeing seven juice to the over. I'm seeing as high as a dollar thirty at some yeah. faraway places, a lot of dollar twenty-five, seven juice to the over out here in Las Vegas. So that's typically what you see. If the if the guys come in on the opener with the key number, they're gonna pay the extra juice to go under that half a run. So I think that total is about right at seven. Let's go to the Bay Area where the Giants are taking on the San Diego Padres. The Padres minus 135, the road chalk there, Giants plus 115 total sitting at seven and a half. Yeah, this is a game I didn't really know what to do with. A small lean to the San Diego Padres, but the Padres, you know, I feel like they kind of blew at least an opportunity. Now, they're not out of the wild card. They'd still have one of the wild card spots, but I kind of feel like they gave away a golden opportunity to put some distance between them and a couple of those other teams like the Brewers and whatnot that are chasing the wild card. They had such an easy schedule in August, but you lose two games at home to the Nats when the Nats are like three-plus-dollar dogs and you know been kind of unreliable. Snell has been better, even though he was kind of the weak link on the staff earlier in this season uh logan webb terrific year 11 and 7 and 26 starts uh small lean to the padres but it's going to be a pass for me they've just been too inconsistent yeah now this padres team it's when they made that juan soto trade everybody got all excited and we projected that fernando they bought in right away and then fernando tatis uh got that suspension and uh will be uh serving 80 games into next season yeah so we'll, we'll see how this unfolds for this padres team but it's uh, a month ago, it was all gravy. And now, mm-hmm. as we sit here heading into September, not so much for the Friars. All right. On the other side, we're going to talk some offensive rookie of the year in the NFL because we have a new co-favorite. His name is Damian Pierce of the Houston Texans. 
This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight, our first show here on the new fall lineup, which is getting off to a great start here. A lot of new shows, new combinations yes. of hosts and analysts. It's been a lot of fun here, and hope you guys are enjoying it at home. We, to listen we to haven't cut comments. anybody today, though, unlike <laughs> what we've seen in the National Football no, League. No, t- today was cut day in the National Football League, and thousands of players across the league were uh, waived, and, and for some notable players that were waived were Alex Leatherwood of the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, that was you saw uh, much talked one. about here. First round pick. Our buddy Adam Hill, who covers the Raiders mm-hmm. for the Las Vegas Review Journal, you hear him a lot here on Visa, and he said, I don't have Alex Leatherwood on my roster. And I was like, I wasn't necessarily cynical based on what I've heard about how he was playing, but it's yeah. like, you know, this is a guy you just drafted in the first round last year, $7.9 million contract. So uh, they're going to have to eat that 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 cap hit. But obviously, Alex Leatherwood did not improve. In betting and also here at VEASAN, we have a show called Follow the Money. In the preseason, follow the snap count. If mm-hmm. you see a guy that's playing quite a bit of snaps that shouldn't be playing quite when a bit of snaps. When you saw a guy playing in yeah. the fourth quarter in a preseason <laughs> game when everybody was coming out of the stands basically to play. It's a bad They had sign. a black shirt on. That's what happened to Alex Leatherwood. He just uh, lost favor, didn't show improvement, yeah. and now uh, he's looking for another team. Kellen Mond, a notable cut there for the Minnesota Vikings at quarterback Philip Lindsay of the Indianapolis Colts. But Marlon Mack as well for the Houston mm-hmm. Texans at running back was really interesting as a cut because we see the Houston Texans, they've had a preseason darling at right. running back, one Damian Pierce out of Florida, a fourth-round fourth draft pick. I should say there, and he played really well in that Thursday night game on Amazon Prime against the San Francisco 49ers, had a good showing in that game, and Pierce now is getting some love in the Offensive Rookie of the Year market. Yeah, and I'll give Tim Murray some credit. I was with him here in the nightcap, and I believe it was Houston against 49ers mm-hmm. in the preseason finale, and he was like, and also producer Aaron Oster like, you know, Damian Pierce, uh, he's looking like he's going to start, because when Marlon Mack came in, it was like, okay, this guy's finally going to get a chance to start. Remember, he was the starting running back for the Indianapolis Colts yeah. back in 2019. Gets hurt, tears his Achilles in 2020. And then all of a sudden you get Jonathan Daler, and he becomes arguably the best running back in the entire National Football League. So it's like, okay, where's Marlon Mack going to go? They tried to make a deal for him in Indianapolis last year, just didn't get the right offer. So Marlon Mack basically spent most of the year on the inactive list. So he obviously goes and signs with Houston thinking, okay, you know, this is a down team. They need help in the running game. By the way, Houston was dead last in the NFL and running the football last year, about 83 and a half yards a mm-hmm. game. So we expected, and I wrote that up for the VEASAN uh, Pro Football Betting Guide in the NA, or AFC South, rather, and we expect Houston was going to be a little bit better. They did draft on the offensive line, tried to bring some free agents. They still got Laramie Tunsil, who's very solid there on the left side. So you're like, okay, they're going to run the ball a little bit better. But looks like it's going to be a rookie. And I, I went ahead and followed suit with a couple of the guys here, including our mm. producer, Aaron Oster, Tim Murray, that said, you know, Damian Pierce in those mid-teens, 
you know, looks pretty good because, and that's what we're seeing too in this rookie of the year market. Like George Pickens, what was he? It was like start? 50 to one. Yeah, now he's, and, and now he has a couple good preseason games and all I, I check on the Twitter machine and it's Juju who from yeah. Steelers nation. So these move absolutely fast. So that's what you got to do. You got to time them. And look, these awards markets, by the way, they're going to be up throughout the season and you're going to see adjustments upwards and downwards. Mm -hmm. The rookie, the offensive rookie of the year though, and the defensive one for that matter, those are going to be the most volatile markets like the MVP probably not going to be as, as volatile or have as much change within the market as the ROI market. Yeah, no, Romeo Dubs is the guy that I bet on 100 to one. Now he's sitting at 11 to one with the Green Bay mm -hmm. Packers there. So that speaks to the volatility that you're talking about there, especially early on in training camp and the preseason once that buzz starts to build. Uh, yet this morning at DraftKings, Damian Pierce, his odds 12 to one, now sitting at plus 900. As we saw other shops, BetMGM, he was at 16 to one, now 11 to one. Circa here where we're sitting had him at 15 to one, now he's 11 to one. And I know that you guys grabbed some numbers around that 18 to 1 mm -hmm. price here. And it's a good bet just based off of how it's moved so far throughout the market here. But do you think that he'll have a path outside of the usage of winning this award? Do you think he'll have a path that the voters will vote for him to win this award? That That's the one issue, too, is because that team probably is not going to win a lot of games in Houston. No. I didn't do anything with the win total. I thought four and a half was all right. I was like, they're not going to win four. They're going to win five. Maybe an outside chance they win six. So I know this team's going to play hard for Lovey Smith every mm -hmm. single week. And you have a Davis Mills who's got basically one year to prove, hey, I can be the franchise quarterback in H-Town, or I can be the quarterback somewhere else. Because if you think Houston's going to play to their win total, you're obviously thinking that, you know, they're going to be in line for a, a Bryce Young out of Alabama or C.J. Stroud over yeah. out of Ohio State, one of those high-end quarterbacks. So that's why, you know, you worry that, okay, is he going to get ignored down here when Houston is like the number, the number five game <laughs> yeah. on uh, at 1 o'clock Eastern on CBS. And, no, they'll be lucky and, if they're number five. And, and it's like, you know, 5 or 10% of the country is getting their game. Yeah. So are they going to notice this guy? But – I think you had to react. A lot of this stuff when you do awards mm -hmm. market is just reacting to numbers, you know, and trying to get the better of numbers. And I know we're going to talk about that here in a couple minutes uh, later in the segment. But, you know, getting right numbers and getting closing line value, you know, getting something that's going to be start, you bet 50 to one, it goes down to 10 to one or something like that, like you did with Romeo Dobbs. I, I don't know if that bet's going to win, but it's no. still a damn good bet because you're getting the best of the number and you've got a lot of value. Now you got to be rooting down the stretch, but even if, <laughs> yeah. even if you don't cash a ticket, that's a really good bet. And that's what I think people want to get into the habit of doing is taking these guys and anticipating, okay, where are the lines going to go? The awards market, it's a little bit trickier mm -hmm. than your traditional side or point spread or even just your general team futures market. Well, yeah, like you said, it's just a little bit more volatile. And, and that's our VEASAN pro tip for this hour there. And for the folks who've been listening in and watching all throughout the morning here, um, it's, it's a cool thing that we're doing here now with mm -hmm. our new fall lineup is that we're giving you little t tips and little nuggets that you can stow away to help you become a better better all year round, which is what we talk about here. And the pro tip for this is talking about adding to yes. your portfolio, like you mentioned, because like you said, you have an 18 to 1 ticket in your pocket. Now it's 9 to 1 at some places, like over at DraftKings here. And when you can add to add to that portfolio, then you can build yourself a decent position and, to where you can get a couple horses in the race. And somebody here at VEASAN that does a very good job of that, I worked with him a lot over the summer, is Matt Brown, who you can now hear with Stormy Bonantoni on the, the final count, the VEASAN final countdown. Dun -dun -dun -dun. 
I'm waiting for da- Brian Danielson to come uh, out. Yeah. But, uh, but mad. <laughs> Copyright back to, infringement. No. Back, to, back to the, I know, I'm already getting us sued. First of many that are coming. We get sued more than Martha Stewart on this thing here. Come on now. But anywho, getting back to uh, what we were talking about with the awards market, Matt Brown, I think, does a very good job of this mm. in terms of building you know, a portfolio of maybe some longer shots. Like for MVP, he had a lot of you know, Trey Lance and Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr. You know, it didn't go right to the top at Josh Allen where he's no. like, what, six or seven, something to one. Because those guys like Allen and Mahomes that are going to be at the top of the market – those guys ain't drifting very much. Those guys all of a sudden aren't going to be, unless they get hurt and then they're going to be taken off the board, but those guys all of a sudden aren't going to be like 40 or 50 to one. You're just not going to see that kind of volatility with higher end guys for the MVPs. But, you know, looking at rookie of the year, one of the reasons why I think you see more volatility is because it's not necessarily a quarterback award, Femi. Mm-hmm. Only three in the last nine years have been Offensive Rookie of the Year at the quarterback position. Justin Herbert in 2020, Kyler Murray 2019, Dak Prescott in 2016. Running backs, I believe, have taken two of the last five, four in the last nine. So some of the running backs in recent years, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Todd Gurley, Eddie Lacy. So that's why I think, you know, you can find some running backs. I know the running backs like go in the way of the Edsel now Mm -hmm. in 2022 in the National Football League. But you look at a guy like James Cook. Him and Singletary. Now, Singletary is fighting to hang on to that job, but you anticipate Cook, the first-round pick out of Georgia, is going to get a lot of looks in Buffalo. So don't just necessarily target all the receivers, even though it's very much a passing league nowadays. Yeah, and that's the only concern that I have with running backs. Is like you mentioned there, it's there's I don't know if it's anti-running back sentiment, but we just have kind of known and have agreed upon as a football-watching community that the running backs just don't have as much value as it pertains to the outcome of a football game there. They rely on so many other positions for them to be able to do their job. So these conversations, while they shouldn't all be about mm-hmm. who's the most valuable, they end up kind of leaning towards that, right. I feel like, to where it's like they want to know right. who the most valuable rookie and, is, and, where it's and, supposed and, to be the most and outstanding And a lot of the rookie. trick of this, and I want to squeeze this in before we go to break, but it's timing the market, and it's just reacting. Yeah. And a lot of this, too, is shopping. Some books are going to be right on top of these awards market. And the moment somebody breaks off a, a 10-yard gain, it's like, oh, God, we got we to we shorten <laughs> it right now. And then some people, they'll let these numbers sit out there. So, you know, have multiple outs. And if you see something and you don't have an app and you got some money to put on it and you really like the bet, go ahead and open up that app and try to exploit that. Well, that was our pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour across VEASAN, across every single show. So that means at least 20 every single day. All available for VEASAN pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them out by sport or by the show. All right, stick with us here. VEASAN Live Bet Tonight continues on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. 
Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Live Bet tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com slash zyn.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, you already have one on the board in your West Coast play tonight between the New York Yankees and the Los Angeles Angels. You played over 8.5 minus 120. Mm -hmm. It closed around 9. And right now we're seeing the live total at 9.5 as the Yankees take a 1-0 lead early on in the first inning. Yeah, Andrew Benatendi, a solo shot. But that was all the damage uh, for the Yankees in the first inning. Uh, Mike Mayers, i got to give him credit. He struck out the side uh, other than Benatendi, LeMahieu, Judge, and then Giancarlo Stanton. So only one run for the pinstripes. But he got three Ks on the board there for Mayers. His strikeout prop was at 4.5. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see if the Yankees can touch him up uh, the rest of the way here. But Mayer's off to a decent start in terms of the strikeouts. Uh, let's stay back to the NFL, though, here, talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, because earlier this morning we saw the Eagles make the trade for mm-hmm. Saints defensive back, safety cornerback. We pretty much just call him a DB based right. on how they used him. But Chauncey Gardner-Johnson has now been traded to the Philadelphia Eagles along with a seventh-round pick. And in return, New Orleans gets a fifth-round pick in next year's draft, and then the worst of their two sixth-round picks in 2024. The Eagles, they've had a great offseason in terms of player acquisition and acquiring a bunch of talent. 
And this might be the cherry on top here for a secondary that probably needed an extra little bit of help there, especially at the safety position. Yeah, you saw what they kind of did in the offseason. They were really focusing, I think, on that front seven there in Philadelphia with the draft, obviously getting Jordan Davis in the first round, getting his teammate, N'Kobe Dean, I believe, in the third round. And that was a first-round talent, by the way. I think yeah. everybody had him evaluated such, N'Kobe Dean. But had some injuries, so he fell down the board a little bit. So, look, uh, you, you know, you still have a lot of leadership on that defense, I think, in Philadelphia with Fletcher Cox, especially on the defensive line. This is a team that can get after the passer uh, with, uh, I believe, uh, with Josh Sweat mm -hmm. and with Brandon Graham. So they've got some depth there. But uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, he's going right, to uh, slide right in there at strong safety. So, you know, that also you got to look at the New Orleans side. I know we're concentrating more on the Philadelphia side in this segment, and we'll continue to do so. But that says for the Saints, they like what they got because they had oh, yeah. some turnover in that secondary. Remember, Malcolm Jenkins retired, and then uh, uh, the uh, – Gosh, I forget his name. The guy, uh, Williams, uh, Marcus Williams yeah, Marcus from Williams. Baltimore. Yep. He signed a $70 million deal at the Ravens. So it's like, okay, you got some turnovers, but they bring in Marcus May. They bring in Honey Badger to play free safety. So Marcus May going to be that starting strong safety. And then the corner is obviously very good with Marshawn Lattimore, one of the best in the business, and Paulson Adebo in his second year out of Stanford, who really impressed as a third-round pick. So the Saints, you know, they had to move somebody, I guess, for, for cap, and I think they feel pretty, pretty good about their defense, which makes me feel good about all my Saints bets, divisions, and win total. But, but back to Philadelphia, I think so much we've concentrated on is what they are doing with the offense, the fact that they traded for A.J. Brown. The fact that they now have Devontae Smith in his second year. Jalen Rager, by the way, still on the roster. You kind of thought he might have gotten run out of mm -hmm. town, but not necessarily so. Zach Pascal is a guy that I think is going to have a very good year for Philadelphia. Remember, he worked with Nick Sirianni when he was the offensive coordinator there in Indianapolis. They're very deep in the backfield with Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott, all three of those guys are going to get carries. We know Dallas Goddard, one of the better tight ends. Uh, they've got a lot of weapons in Philadelphia, but I think their best weapon is actually their offensive line mm -hmm. their offensive line remember three years ago femi when they didn't have a group of five up front start two games in a row all season long well what happened is you had a lot of different guys get experiences and they had to go through those growing pains and then of course he had the covid season which was shortened hard to get into a rhythm there but now all of a sudden these guys have played together uh Maliata, dickerson kelsey sumalo and of course lane johnson there at the right side on tackle it's one of the better offensive lines in the league. I can't think of two or three better. I would have them graded really high. Yeah, no, I think it's the best offensive line in football, and it's one of the reasons why I'm high on this Eagles team here. Uh, and a lot of folks, I'm not alone, a lot of folks are high on the no, Eagles. No, no, the, the, the train numbers. is a rolling yeah. with the uh, Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. I think a lot of people like them, and the fact that they're just about the same price in the division as the Dallas Cowboys, who, uh, mm -hmm. of course, that is your team, Femi. We will let the audience know if, if they have not heard you here before on VEASAN. Uh, yeah. You are a Dallas Cowboy fan. Unfortunately. And you are a little <laughs> bit, I don't think you're totally down on the team, but I think you're, you have some concerns. Namely, on that tackle position, of course, Dyron Smith is going to be out. So now another T. Smith, Tyler Smith, the first-round pick out of Tulsa, I believe he's still at left guard as the backup, but he might be pressed into action as left tackle. But the interesting, I think, discussion about the Eagles and what I want to ask U.S. is because we've seen this team get bet heavily in the division market all throughout this offseason, going back to probably March when they started making some of these moves in free agency, then heading into the draft in April and May. That number for the Eagles to win the division was around plus 350, mm -hmm. plus 320 back in March. Now it is sitting 
at a lot of shops at plus 150. Heck, at DraftKings, they're now co-favorites for the Dallas right. Cowboys, who earlier this offseason were minus 120 to win and repeat as NFC East champs. Of course, everybody's heard the stat all offseason long that there has not been a repeat champion in the NFC East since 2004 when the Eagles were able to do that with Andy Reid, Donovan McNabb, yeah. and Terrell Lowens. But the Eagles discussion that I wanted to ask you about, Wes, is that are we sleeping on the Eagles to do more than win the division? Are we sleeping on them to win the NFC? Are we sleeping on them to possibly win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I don't know if the market necessarily is because you, wh- what was that? What was the high in terms of before the draft? They were close to about 3-1 to one to win the division. Yep. So now that's at least been close to cut in half. So I feel like, okay, maybe the value's been a little bit extracted. If you got a good number, good on you because, look, I like Philadelphia too. They're my pick to win this division, even though I did not end up betting this division because I was just too late for the party. And mm-hmm. you don't want to be too late for the party because you'll be early for the funeral on some of these things. So <laughs> that's what we always kind of look at. And you've seen – you know, of different prices get cut. 10 to 1 uh, now to win the NFC. I think it was like 11 or 12 to 1 yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's probably fair. I mean, I think if you're really eye on a team, maybe uh, look at the Super Bowl because I think nobody's really a clear cut favorite to me in the NFC. I think everybody has different favorites. You know, there are still some people that are going to be believers in Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, despite the fact that they've had a lot of injuries, especially on the offensive line, a little bit at receiver too, and the fact that you have a 45-year-old quarterback. A lot of people will still like Green Bay because it's like as long as they got 12, they got a chance, right? So they're going to have their fair share of sport. Dallas, America's team, even though they're not being supported by the early betting market, they're certainly going to have some support at the windows uh, once the season gets started. And then... You know, you look downward, even a couple other teams, the Rams is the defending Super Bowl champion, the San Francisco 49ers, you have kind of everything you would want in the team except an experienced quarterback. So I think when you look a little bit down the board, the Philadelphia Eagles, who I believe in terms of the prices, what would they be like the fifth or sixth price? Mm-hmm. They're tied with Dallas yeah. at 22 yeah. to 1. Yeah, so I think 22 to 1. I don't think that's necessarily a bad price, even though it's drifted downward or, or shifted downwards a little bit. I don't think it's necessarily a bad price. Uh, now, my launch out I went with ended up being the Minnesota Vikings at 40 to 1. So if you got the Eagles earlier in the summer where you could have got them 25, 30 ish range, good on you because. They're, they're going to score points. And I think, you know, if Jalen Hurts can really develop, and maybe what I would do, going back to awards market, if you're late on these, maybe look at Jalen Hurts for MVP. Yeah. I know he's not going to be up there with Brady and Rodgers and, you know, Stafford and the usual suspects at quarterback there in the NFC. But if this team goes far, that means Jalen Hurts is playing well because he's the one real question mark, I think, on that offense where it's kind of like, is this the fish or cut bait season with this guy? And I think that's kind of how I would play it if I didn't have anything in the market as we sit here on August 30th because I believe Hertz's price to win MVP is around that 22 to 1. So mm-hmm. it now mirrors mm-hmm. what the Eagles price is. And at 22 to 1, I don't know if I would bet on the Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl just because we've never seen Jalen Hurts go deep into the playoffs and beat those quarterbacks right. the likes of Tom Brady or Matthew Stafford. But, now I'm throwing Stafford's name into that list after one but, year. That's what a difference of the year makes. But he's never really been able to do that in the playoffs. So maybe you bet on him to win the MVP because that's more of a regular season. Yeah, bet I, I would think so. Because one of the things we have seen in, in recent seasons, though, young quarterbacks have done well. We think it's all the grizzled old veterans, you know, because mm-hmm. we saw Matthew Stafford. But Mahomes won the Super Bowl in his second year. Jared yeah. Goff got to the Super Bowl in his third year. Russell Wilson got there early in his career. So you've seen a lot of these young quarterbacks be able 
to really get far in an early pattern of time. Yeah. No, this Eagles team, fly Eagles fly. I was able to get a 50 to 1 on them to win the Super Bowl earlier this summer and then plus 20 to 2050 to win the NFC here at Circa. So um, as a Cowboys fan, I hate to even say it, but, you know, you got I root for the money hey. as well. Hey, your, fa- your favorite color is green, man, not yeah. necessarily blue and silver. Yeah, it's not not Kelly green either, but I like the <laughs> green of money. On the other side, hour number two, we start with our buddy Sam Monson of PFF here on VSIN Live Bet tonight. VSIN is here to help you learn more about sports betting. Sign up for our free daily newsletter at VEASAN.com forward slash email, and you'll get show highlights and expert insights every morning. That's VEASAN.com forward slash email. New to VEASAN. New to VEASAN. New to VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.